Huh? I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth, drafting the circuits, three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio, come in, come in Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Since the one actual, I have you five by five. Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the City of Champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio. Veteran in action. On the move, on mission, always. Thank you.
This is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. Today is January 4th, 2017. This is the first episode of 2017 for Oscar Mike Radio, broadcasting from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. This is Oscar Mike Radio. How are you doing? How's it going? It's going well for me. This is the first episode of the new year. The past in the past, the future's ahead, and I'm here right now. So what I wanted to do with this episode is take a few minutes and go over kind of some of the highlights of 2016 and then talk about what I had planned, what I'm going to try to do in 2017. And before I begin, I just want to say thanks again to everybody who listens, subscribes, checks me out on OscarMikeRadio.com, likes the Instagrams, likes the Facebook feeds and the YouTube clips and all the other stuff that goes along with this. Thank you very much. So about this time last year, actually, I'd say at November, October of uh, 2015, this started coming together. I-, I wanted to do something to kind of highlight everything going on in the military world and the veteran world, you know, as I saw it, you know, just my way of trying to make sense of, of what's, what's out there because the thing that's becoming very apparent to me, the longer I do this is just how much I don't know. I don't know everything that goes on with defense procurement. I don't know what everything that's going on with how the VA is run. And I certainly don't know enough about what everybody out there is doing for active duty and veterans to support them, to help them out in their time of need, to help them get jobs, to provide comfort, and to make sure that when you know these veterans are, are home from service, that they're not forgotten. And you know, about this time last year is when it started to kind of coalesce and come together, and I started getting an idea of where I wanted to go. And then about six months ago, I actually did my first podcast and I just started learning a whole lot about life around me and about the people who make our military work and the people who get out of the military and continue to do things in the community for themselves, for their families. And it's just been a real pleasure, honor and learning experience to be able to share that with you all. The first real, you know, what's up moment came for me when I interviewed Brendan Kudilaitis for from Guardian Overwatch HQ. Guardian Overwatch is a nonprofit that provides services to active duty military and veterans. And they had helped out a uh, somebody I know in the Texas area, Austin, Texas area. And it was just humbling to hear this story about how this person and his wife and family who are active duty army help people out all over the United States. And if you're looking for a nonprofit to get involved with, or if you want to do something substantial in your community for veterans, this is a good one to get started with. They need help, and they're trying to do uh, great things for the community. And it was a, it was just a, a cool learning experience. I mean, every now and then, every now and then, you think that you know, wow, I've got a lot going on. I'm busy. I'm just you know. I'm totally maxed out. I can't do anything else. I'm fully allocated. And then you hear this story, and it's like, okay, I got a ways to go. But uh, that's where it, it first starts sinking into me that there are wider stories out there to be told. And then, you know, going from that extreme to a woman in Georgia who I got to know, and I call her a friend, you know, now, you know, Jill St. Jake's makes uh, knit hats and scarves and gloves and blankets for veterans in the VA system. She's made some 
for the VA here in my town and other parts of the country with, you know, this idea that veterans should have some comfort items that are colorful and have life around them when they're in kind of a, a dull gray place sometimes. And from that, you know, I said, look, you know, I'm going to check this out. I don't know anything about knitting or crocheting. I have no idea what's involved with making some of these items, but I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to see what's going on. And I've had a chance to learn something new and get an appreciation for what Jill and her team do, doing some work with a group called Project Linus. And yeah, I'm, I'm one of the few guys there who's trying to get a knee needle to do what it's supposed to do. And, you know, I'm not going to try to become a professional crochet or anything like that, but I certainly get an appreciation for the time it takes to create these wonderful items for people and the love and the care and the attention that goes into this is just, I don't know, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. It just goes to show you that, you know, you think, oh, I gotta be, you know, a lawyer or a businessman or, you know, something, some kind of big name occupation to help out in my community or with veterans. And that's not the case. I mean, you could be doing something as simple as teaching a computer class, teaching a cooking class, a yoga class, or in this very skilled, you know, I consider it skilled, as to, you know, creating something, a blanket, you know, pottery, anything to make someone's life better. And if you can do it for veterans, you can do it for other people in your community. You can make change where you are. And that's the thing that, you know, I really took away from talking to Jill. I also got to meet with uh, Mark Vital from Sweats for Vets. He, he, was talking to a veteran about the fact that he was wearing a redskin sweatshirt and he said, I'm a Patriots fan, but it's the only sweatshirt I have. In the last three years, Mark has donated and collected almost 3,500 sweatshirts to give out to veterans and homeless in need here in the uh, New England area. I mean, think about that. I mean, a sweatshirt that can make somebody warm that, that they didn't have before and they can show some team pride and feel like someone cared about them. I mean, it's just all, all good stuff. And, you know, through all this, you know, one of the things that I got to uh, see and learn about is how how's the money spent? Question why one airplane cost $143 million for one of them. Not 10, not 20, one of them questioned why the VA needed to spend $20,000 on a fake Christmas tree. And here's the thing. It's a theme that I have harped on a lot with Oscar Mike Radio because I believe it's important is there is a process with which the government goes about to procure uh the, the goods and services it uses. The rifle that your son or daughter uses to defend our country up into the, the, the tires that go on the airplanes, the, the armor that goes on a tank, the food that is shipped overseas for uh, MREs and sea rations to the water filtration systems on ships is all sourced somehow. And if you start digging around, it, some of the acquisition processes that the government has doesn't make a lot of sense. And I've said this before, and I will say it again because it, it bears repeating, is it is your money your money. It is your tax money that you work very hard to acquire, keep, and spend. It's taken out of your check before you even see your hard-earned money that is spent for these products, purchases, and services that the military uses and that is used to take care of veterans once they get out of the military. It is your money. And when it's your money, and it is and I know that the elected politicians spend that money and they decide where it goes, but who elects those politicians? 
We do. So it is in our interest because it is our money to make sure that the money is being spent wisely. And I say this to people, if people were as involved with how our government spends its money, and not just for military uh, spending or veteran spending or VA spending, but spending in general, if, if we were as invested in that kind of you know, knowledge and understanding as we are, fantasy football, the Cardassians, NASCAR, I could go on and on and on. That's just a couple of things I can think of right off the top of my head. If we were as invested in you know how our government spends money and takes care of our own as we were those things, it would be a completely different ball game. If our politicians had you know twenty thousand letters coming across their desk every week saying, "Hey, why'd you vote this way on this defense spending bill? Why is it taking the army twenty years to select this new product? Why can't they figure out what they're going to do with the A10 Thunderbolt? Why is the F35 cost between one hundred and thirty-seven and one hundred and forty-five million dollars a piece?" Why, why, why? And it's going to be a theme I'm going to keep harping on until people start getting the, the idea that they can affect change. We hire these politicians. Okay, we vote for them. But to me, I look at it as hiring. I'm, hire, I'm voting for you. I'm hiring you to advocate for things I want to advocate for my brothers and sisters. And if you're not going to do the job, if you're not going to be transparent, then I want to be able to affect change and affect opinion to vote you out. You either can do the job and make sure that we're being taken care of or we're gonna do what we gotta do to vote you out and get other people in there. And so it's just one of those things in 2016 that I'm gonna bring into 2017. I feel very strongly about this. I want our future soldiers, sailors, Marines, and Air Force, Coast Guard, National Guard, all of them, to not have to worry about stuff working right when they go in or when they get out. We shouldn't have California National Guardsmen getting their wages garnished 10 years after they joined because of a government error. And meanwhile, we're going to let, you know, Lockheed Martin not really be called the carpet for an airplane, one airplane that cost $143 million. So that theme is going to continue on to 2017. And so I want to move on to 2017. I'm going to do three things. I'm going to keep talking about the stuff I just spoke about, but there's, there's two things I'm going to really focus on for Oscar Mike Radio overall in 2017. The first, I am looking for active duty military or veteran CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners. I'm looking for veteran or active duty CEOs, entrepreneurs of startups, nonprofits, uh, businesses, who are trying to get going. You just got out of the military and you're trying to start a business. I don't care if it's washing windows or developing a better bullet for your M16, you're you know, a financial services advisor, you're a cook, you're a candle maker, I don't care. You're, you're trying to start your life over again after your military service and you're gonna start a, a, a business, I wanna talk to you. You, as an active duty or, or veteran, have seen a, a need and are providing a service or product for active duty military or veterans to meet that need, whether it's flights home, whether it's medical care, handyman services, moving services, whatever it is. I want to talk to you. I want to hear what your story is. I want to find out you know, how you came to the decision, how are you making it work, why are you making it happen, 
and where your challenges are. And if you're somebody local to me or people are interested in your services, I want to do business with you. I want people to do business with you because you're doing the kinds of things that I admire in a person, especially somebody who has been in the military for four to 20 years and are trying something new and different and taking substantial risks to make that happen. You have a story to tell and I want to hear what you have to say. I think that has value. And you're going to see that happen very, very soon. Next episode, I'm talking to a wonderful woman from uh, Asheville, North Carolina, about her advocacy for homeless and homeless veterans. And if you were, I've got a you know a lot of things coming down the road. Uh, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to be talking to Tim Montjoy from Operation Teammate. He has a wonderful story to tell for what he does for uh, active duty military and first responders. And it's these kind of people that, that I want to talk to, tell their story, and have you uh, get to know them. Number two, number two for 2017 is I'm going to use the blog space on OscarMikeRadio.com. There's a blog portion to finally get my uh, my dad is a zombie biker story written. And not to give all of it away, but it's kind of in three parts. It's about a, a young son, his older brother, and his dad. And the young son thinks his dad is a zombie. But the reality is his dad has PTSD and for a lot of these guys, life doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, for, for this father, life makes sense when he's on his motorcycle and when he's with his sons and taking them for motorcycle rides. And he's trying to get his life turned around so he can save his marriage and be with his family. I have played with this idea in several forms over the last five years. I've written it down a couple of times and it just sounded cheesy or too much of a Walking Dead ripoff. This kind of meant more to me because I, I ride a motorcycle. A lot of times in my past, being on the bike made sense. Been around veterans with PTSD and it's just a way for me to try to wrap it all up and tell a story. And I certainly understand what my brothers and sisters say when they tell me that there's certain things in their life that make them feel alive and a lot of times they feel like they're dead. So it's it's taken me a lot of, of motivation to get to this point to try to put this out there. I, I'm trying to be respectful, I'm trying to, to be accurate and I'm trying to be a little bit entertaining and informative at the same time. But I'm, I'm gonna tell this story. It's not based on anybody real, but I hope people get something out of it, and I hope I grow as a person and as a, as a writer doing this. I'm going to be telling the story over the next year, and you know I'll see what happens with this. I, I have no idea. I've never done anything like this. It is very uncomfortable for me to do this. I'm not really a writer by trade, but I feel strongly about doing this, and I, I just don't want to give myself more excuses to not getting the story out there. So this is my promise to you. And last but not least, I got challenged to get back into my dress blues that I wore at the end of my active service or EAS date. And I'm pleased to say that I'm halfway there, but I have really got to raise my game in 2017 if I'm going to get into blues that look good for the Marine Corps ball. That's that's my um, that's my uh, due date, if you will is I've got to look good enough to get into uh, my dress blues at the uh, First Lieutenant Brian McPhillips Marine Corps League Detachment 115 Easton, Massachusetts. And that'll be next November. And I am 
I'm already starting. I've got a ways to go, but I feel like this is a challenge worth doing and will only pay dividends. And once again, it will not be comfortable. It will not be easy. Uh, I'm just going to replicate what I did in 2016 again, but uh, be even better about it. Kind of partied through Christmas a little too hard in terms of all the good food I ate, but uh, I am dialed in and ready to go. And there'll be other things going on with Oscar Mike Radio. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to talk to people and about things that are important to me, like terrorism and the state of the military and you know what's going to happen you know this year as we have a new president. And again, I don't know everything that goes on with the military. I think that's the, the one of the cool things is, no, I don't know everything. Uh, I will never know everything that's going on, but I, I like trying to pick a subject and, and carve out my, my feelings on the subject and talk about them with you. And to hear your feedback and your support has been motivating and keeps me going. There's a lot going on uh, for this year. And I just want to thank you all for listening. So, uh, talk is cheap, but that's what I do. And you're going to see some action here very soon. So, thanks again. And uh, Oscar Mike Radio out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Since the one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. Farewell to college joys, we sail at break of day. Our last night a shore, drink to the poem until we Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio, veteran in action. 
on the move, on mission, always. Off we go.